Oh, hi. How Can are I you? just talk about the cleanliness of Dunkin' Donuts bathrooms? Oh, please do. I I can't. I It says on the door in the Dunkin' Donuts bathroom, this bathroom is cleaned every 60 minutes. That bathroom has not been cleaned in 60 days. Does it also have a thing where it can say, if you're, if this isn't to your standards, please check in with the manager? No, we're not that fancy here. Uh-oh. And the manager has, has no time. I went to Dunkin' Donuts earlier today, and there were seven people working there. Oh. And it took them 30 minutes to get through probably about eight cars. Oh, are they it, all new? I have no idea. It was a tragedy. Well, let me just say, Dunkin' Donuts, I love your coffee. And if you happen to listen to this very famous podcast, yes, I love it. However, at this particular Dunkin' Donuts, and if you want to write me, I'll let you know which one. It's in Pennsylvania. The bathroom is filthy. Um, also, just we should probably point out that we are not currently sponsored by Dunkin' Donuts. Uh, so <laughs> we, would, we would be happy to sit down with you if you want to talk about it. If you want to sponsor the podcast, Dunkin' Donuts, let me know. I'll go clean your bathroom for you. <laughs> <laughs> and I will watch Josh do that. Happy so. to do it. <laughs> Welcome to Cross-Eyed Baby. Welcome back. Episode two. Is it Cross-Eyed Baby or Cross-Eye Baby? Um, I, with a D. Would, I would assume it's with a D, right? All right. Just double checking because I, so I know. Did I pronounce it wrong before? No, I don't remember. I was just saying it wrong in my head, and I was like, oh, did I say it the right way or no? Hmm. So last time we talked, you said you had a list of things for me to talk about, and I'm ready to have at it. Well, I'm glad that you're ready for this. So <laughs> Bring it on. I want to talk to you about comedy, because oh. I think that you are one of the funniest people that I know. Oh, so, and vice versa. I am curious for you to talk about what's funny to you. Like what is comedy to you? Oh my gosh. That's a great topic. I will tell you. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad I thought of it and emailed you and told you to ask me about it. I comedy people are funny to me. I think people, you are one of the very funniest people I've ever met in my life. And you know that when you and I are together, it's hilarious, which is why this podcast is happening. When other people are around us, though, they just hate us <laughs> because <laughs> we do. just talk about nonsense. <laughs> For it was funny to just sidebar really quick. So, Todd, uh, can I call you Todd? Yeah. Oh, okay. Todd, that's his name. Todd and I were on Chutney Farmer, and I were <laughs> on a vacation with a couple of other friends not too long ago. And when we left, both of those other friends were like, "You and Todd really get each other. Like, you really do laugh a lot." at each other which to me meant like you guys couldn't keep up oh that's what i took from it (laughs) like they were annoyed (laughs) oh i'm sorry i'm sad to hear that i know i don't think they meant it that way but that's how i took it but we are the funnier ones well we did laugh a lot we did laugh a lot but we laugh at stupid stuff like sometimes you and i if we spend too much time together we create our own language Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> that by the end of the time we like we're talking in sort of like code, but it's not meant to be that and it just comes out. I'm sure you'll hear it in this podcast at some point. Yes. But it just comes out and like we're just laughing, then we just laugh and then it's just dumb. <laughs> and then and then it's just dumb and I totally get why people would be annoyed by that. I get yeah. it. Yeah. Um but I will tell you comedy to me is I think it's like 
the the funniest things to me are the stupid stuff that happens in life on a day to day. Like I always say, like if I were going to be a stand up comedian, it would just be my journey throughout a day because like in any given day, people are just really, really funny all the time, every day, nonstop. Oh, okay. So it's like almost like a Seinfeld approach. Kind of. Yeah. It's like observational comedy. It is. Although I have a very specific type of humor, like Seinfeld, the, the show to me was never funny. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, the comedy, like, it's fun. I can see why people loved it. But like, that was not my comedy. My comedy was like Friends, you know, Phoebe on Friends is like the the female version of me, I think. Like, I really, really related to her as a person. When she came on the screen, I was like, there's my comedy. I fully support that. Thank you. How about you? Um, I really... Well, we'll talk more about me later. Oh, okay. Um, I want you to talk about, like, who are some people, whether it's, like, famous people or people in your life, like, who are people that you think are hilarious? Oh, my gosh. Um, oh, there's so, so many, though. I mean, so, like, my mom is very funny. She's always been. She still is. Um, she has always had, like, a really witty sense of sense of humor, which is where my sense of humor comes from like my comedy comes from Mm -hmm. like being fast and knowing what to say like our friend melissa all the time says i don't know how you guys are so witty and can think of something so fast you like she's like i have to think of what to say but you're already saying it yeah you know so like for me i get that from my mom but there's been so many comedians like there's so many like even like early ellen degeneres like her stuff i would just cry and dana carvey and like the oh, um okay. even like a little bit later like sherry o'terry on saturday night live um, mm-hmm. a lot of those those like in that era of saturday night live will ferrell and jimmy fallon and like those crew were really how i identified and i feel okay. like if i was in new york at that time i would be friends with them because they just i just got them so i really like jimmy fallon now i did not like jimmy fallon on saturday night live because he always just laughed at himself right but that was, was part never, of the, he was young that, that isn't fun. The only time I really like that is Stefan. Like when you're right. just like cracking up. Right. Well, I also think like, and again, we're not sponsored by Jimmy Fallon or any of his companies, but if you'd mm. like to sponsor us, then, you know, we will think you're funny on Saturday Life. Well, um, I don't know. Talk to Dunkin' Donuts. They've already made us an offer. <laughs> can you beat it? Jimmy, can you beat it? <laughs> so wait, so, all right. So the, are, am I allowed to ask you about you yet or not yet? Yeah, go ahead. All right. So what do you, what did you find funny? Where did you get your sense of humor? Okay. So (laughs) I remember like my favorite movie of all time is Adam's Family Values. And like, I don't know if you've seen it at all recently, but I have seen that movie a million times and it is like joke a minute in that movie. Is that though? Is that the Christina Ricci where they ask her if she wants to buy Girl Scout cookies and she says, are they made from real Girl Scouts? No, that's the first one. Okay. The second one, they go to summer camp. Like, there's, it's like, oh my god, Joan Cusack is in it. It's so good. I remember it, but I have not seen it recently. All right, you should, that's your homework. Or the next okay. time I talk to you, you would need to have watched that movie. Well, um, and well, and Joan Cusack, first of all, is like... brilliant. she's the funniest person did you ever see um uh what was it Uh, i'm not gonna remember off the top of my head now that i forget but she has the the 
braces on and she's at the gym and she yeah 16 candles 16 candles my gosh that's what's yeah she doesn't even say anything and she still is memorable in that movie i that's the only thing i remember about the movie (laughs) yeah exactly thank you couldn't even remember the title it's called joan cusack candles right Um, exactly yeah um no that so like that kind of like dark dry like quick wit yeah like always really like stuck out to me as like Same. really funny. I'm not I'm not a person that finds like slapstick to be that funny. Right. Like I'm not that I'm not amused if you like fall down. But but like tell a smart dark joke and I, I'm in. Same. I'm the same way. Like there's some like um there's some comedy like you know the whole Chris Farley thing. I can see why people liked him. I mean he's a genius. And, you know, certainly gone too soon. But, like, for me, like, I never laughed at that when I watched him once in a while. But, like, yeah. I was more of, like, the um, the guys, you know, the ladies that worked at The Gap. And, like, oh, The stuff, Gap Girls. Yeah, yeah, The Gap Girls. Like, stuff like that. Like, stuff that's just very obviously making fun of other people that everybody knows about is really, really got me. Okay. All Thanks. right. I get, I get that. Thanks. Uh, you're welcome. <laughs> What are some of your favorite movies that make you laugh? Oh my gosh, that make me laugh. I can tell you that my, in this, you know, you have to watch it over again, but um, when The Sweetest Thing came out, so we're talking to oh my 22, 23 years ago, is at this point? Yeah. I saw that with my then boyfriend, now husband, in the movie theater. It was like one of our first dates, and we went with a bunch of his friends that I didn't really know well. Okay. And I laughed so hard from the opening to the ending <laughs> credits and no one else. I mean, people laugh, but not like I was laughing. And I'm like, they're going to think I'm slow. Like they're definitely going to be, there's something wrong with this guy. And I mean, I cracked up to the point where I couldn't breathe. Oh my God. It was my comedy. I mean, it was like my comedy. That was the, that it stays with me. And I still, every time it's on, I watch it. Now, have you noticed that, most versions of it now cut out the penis song yes of course why i don't know i think it's probably like they i don't know if they really wanted it in i think in the original version i don't think it was in the movie version i don't remember watch seeing that part in the movie version but i think when it came out later on dvd or whatever then they added it back in and then i think they take it out for tv oh i think okay all right i'm 90 percent sure i like that journey whether it's true or not i like that yeah, but that movie, like, I don't know what I don't know what it was, but it was just the combination of that crew, mm-hmm. and I was it just had me. So that's like like that, and I really like. I sound like the most gayest stereotypical person ever, but um, Sister Act, the first Sister Act, well, the second oh, Sister yeah. Act too, but the first Sister Act, I I loved. I would I knew every word of that movie. Yeah, um, just like stuff like that. That was all. That was my thing. What about you? Um, I like, like the movies that stick out to me as like hilarious are like Clue. Yeah. Um, I think that movie is so funny and it's like perfect for kids. There's no swears in it. It's like just pure comedy. Right. Um, Clue sticks out to me as a really funny movie. Again, Adam's Family Values is really hilarious. Um, Romeo and Michelle's High School Reunion. Absolutely. I think that movie is so funny. I think you and I should watch that together because we quote that often. 
Oh my god, it's so good. And it it's just good. like did you hear that they're gonna make another one? I there, did hear they're that. in talks to do that. Yes, and I would love that. Yeah, I would love that too. Right. Cause I don't know. Are all of those people still alive? <laughs> I think so. Mara Sorvino was just in a movie that I saw. She looked a little different, but she was just in something that I saw and I was like, Oh, that's Mara Sorvino. Look oh. how cute you are. <laughs> Didn't she just win something? She just... oh no, 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 never mind. Her dad that's somebody else. That's... No. Her dad died. That's what it was. Never Sorry. mind. <laughs> Maybe she won. You never know. She could think that's a win. Oh, no. She seemed to be very sweet and, like, thankful that people, like, appreciated her dad so much. Then you think she got offline and was like, that asshole? <laughs> Probably. Like, <laughs> now I have all of his millions. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I, I did that movie. It's incredible. When they're pulling out of the parking lot and the car, like, backfires... Yes. And they have to start the song over again, but then they get it wrong. <laughs> they they're singing the wrong the wrong words. I think it's Footloose, right? It is. They're singing Footloose. Yeah. My Classic. favorite is though, like, do you have some sort of business women special? <laughs> like, it's just so stupid. It's so <laughs> funny. Jason and I do that all the time. We'll walk into a restaurant and she'll say, "Is it for two people?" And we'll say, "We're business women here on business." <laughs> Do you have the croquettes? We'll take them. <laughs> Nobody understands it or laughs though, so that's, oh, there's that. Except for us, that's wasted. Right, business women special. Um, so good. Did, did Jason appreciate the sweetest thing as much as you did? I think he appreciated the fact that I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> that's very <He> sweet. <laughs> is very sweet. Like I think he likes the movie, but I think it's like not in his top ten, and so like doesn't think about it until I watch it and cry. And then he's like, oh, it makes you so happy. <laughs> is, so that that's a movie, is that something that you would watch like annually? No, I don't. I watch a Christmas story annually every Christmas Eve. That's oh, a tradition that's in our in our life. Okay. Yeah, we watch it every year for years and years and years. Um, I didn't see that movie till I was like well into my adulthood. Really? Yeah, it's really, it's good. I liked it. But yeah, it we, didn't, we didn't grow up watching that. There's a Christmas story too that's out there that was done like several years later. Oh. Um, and it's awful. <laughs> Sorry. Well, you're really selling it. I'm going to go watch that tonight. It's it's awful. It's really bad. Sometimes you just can't do, you know, a second a sequel. It just doesn't make any sense. Well, that's what I'm worried about for Hocus Pocus 2, which comes out what next month? Um, yeah, September 29th, I think. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm like, I'm, I am genuinely concerned that it's going to be a piece of shit because uh, there's so much buildup. I know. It might be. I feel like they filmed it though in like 15 minutes. Well, they did. They set up like up here. They were like, come see the set. And then like two weeks later, it was like, okay, filming is done. Wait, they filmed it in New Hampshire? No, they filmed it in uh, all over Rhode Island and different uh. places in Massachusetts. But like, uh built this like uh 1600s village in like some farmer's field in Rhode Island it was actually pretty cool the pictures I saw yeah I, I agree I feel like I saw stuff online and they were like we're now filming and Sarah Jessica Parker's giving the finger to some people watching <laughs> and then like 10 minutes later they were like it's gonna be on next week I'm like what right that? it's already out it's, it's already it's already over I don't know. I hope it's good because I love all those ladies. Oh my god! The first yeah. I just ordered a Funko Pop of them because I'm that kind of person. Oh, for well, for people that are over forty, tell them what a Funko Pop is. <laughs> <laughs> well, Papa, a Funko Pop is 
like I don't even know how to describe it. It's like a plastic thing that has a big head that is to represent. <laughs> well, speaking of selling it. <laughs> so anyway, on the on our Instagram account, I'll post a picture of a Funko Pop. I think Brian collects Funko Pops. Friend of the show, Brian. I don't know that that's true. No, they're like in boxes. They're like bobbleheads, right? But they don't bobble. They're like just big-headed cartoon things in boxes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Brian collects those? He that's collects awesome. them. He's like four billion of them. What? Oh, oh I my need gosh. To go, I need to go raid his collection. Yes, he was looking for, where were we last time? And he was like, not Dr. Strange. He was looking for something. Dr. Feelgood. I mean, he was looking for Dr. Feelgood. He's the one like, they call Dr. Feelgood. They, I don't know what he, uh, I, but I was like, you are a 40 something year old man. I don't know what you're going to do with these. And it's like, I feel like Funko Pops are the new Beanie Babies. No, because nobody is going to be like, well, I have the Princess Diana Funko Pop and it's going to be worth millions. Aren't they? <laughs> At least I hope not. Have also, you been online in any Funko is, Pop forum? Is there a Princess Diana Funko Pop? Because I hope sad. so. I would have that Oh, one. I heard a terrible joke about Princess Diana the other day. Do you want to hear it? I mean, the world does, yes. Uh, what do you get when you cross the Queen and Prince Charles? What? Dead in a tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> right terrible. that's terrible may she rest in peace i know oh she was born before her time wait is that how you say it that doesn't make sense no wait what's that she was she, she is a person i know <laughs> she is somebody that i'm familiar with <laughs> no but she was a legend right ahead of her time i don't know a lot about her but it sounds like she was great yes yeah, she and she was always so beautiful she was and now her boys are beautiful um Debatable. One of the boys are beautiful. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, oh. And both both of their wives are beautiful. I mean, if you like that kind of thing. Oh, I do. I think they're both gorgeous. Are they? Can we, so you know, like the audience needs to know we're both married gay men, not to each other, to different men. We're um, not married to each other. <laughs> not yet. Oh, um, awkward. <laughs> when when by marriage goes in the can, I'm calling you. <laughs> <laughs> like um, blame me for it. Yes. But I was talking to somebody the other day that was very confused, like knows that I'm gay. And they asked me if I saw Top Gun. And I was like, yes, I saw Top Gun. It was awesome. I thought it was great. It was a little too short. Like I thought it was a short movie considering like all of other Tom Cruise movies are four and a half hours long. But I started talking about Jennifer Connelly and how beautiful she was in the movie. Did you see the movie? The new one? No. Okay. You should. It's good. Um, But Jennifer Connelly, who... I have loved since Labyrinth, right? Like mm-hmm. everybody. Right. Um, another gay icon movie is she looks stunning and she doesn't age. And I think she's just like, just a beautiful woman. And he could not understand like, well, the words that were coming out of my mouth. He's like, do you mean like sexually beautiful or like, what do you mean? And I'm like, well, I can think somebody's beautiful without thinking about them sexually. Like, I just think she's a beautiful woman. He's like, so gay men do think that, women can be beautiful and i was like yeah you'd never looked at a guy and go like that dude's handsome and he's like not really and i'm like i don't believe you yeah i don't don't believe believe him either yeah so that whole thing was weird for me like that was like he left and i was like did i say something wrong was i not am i not supposed to compliment women without did he he try to gay bash you on his way out he did he threw eggs in my face oh that's no he didn't no he didn't he's my contractor he better not oh he's working on my bathroom (laughs) 
Um, I've seen that bathroom. It's gorgeous. Thank you. He does great work. Thank you. It needs to be done, though. So can you call him and tell him it's been taking too long? (laughs) He needs to fucking finish up. Quit farting around and get it done. (laughs) Get it done, you homophobe. (laughs) He's not. He's not. He's a really nice guy. He's not. He just was perplexed. And I like the people that will ask questions, like, rather than just looking at me and making it making me think like I did something wrong like he did say like do you find women attractive and I was like well not necessarily sexually um but you know and I can say a woman is very beautiful and I think I've always liked I don't know she's like kind of a long face and I've always been like Amanda Peet Jennifer Connelly Jennifer Garner like all those women for me are so stunning I love Jennifer Garner who doesn't she just seems like she's so nice I know. I want her to be my friend. 13 Going on 30. It's such a good movie. Wow. That's just, I mean, everyone should see that movie. Yeah. I love that movie. But Jay um, Garn, if you're out there, we want to be friends with you. Yeah. We'd love to interview you. Please have your people get in touch with us. <laughs> Please. Um, so then the other thing I want to talk to you about is okay. when did you first like figure out that you were funny, like that you could make people laugh? Oh, that's cute. Um, very early on. <laughs> when I people were laughing at me. <laughs> I was in diapers and I was like, let me tell you another one. <laughs> you think you that's funny? About Princess Diana? <laughs> <laughs> Just wait. Um, exactly. Um, no, I, I mean, er, like, yeah, early, like I was in elementary school and I remember making people laugh and especially like teachers and stuff. Okay. And I was like, oh, this is like infectious. Like if I, I really got joy out of making them laugh. So I just, I kind of like just always did it. Like I remember walking into second grade on the very first day and the teacher, you know, it's the eighties. So the teacher was um, at the front door, like greeting everybody on the first day of school coming in the classroom, like homeroom. And I remember looking, like I was in the middle of the line. I remember looking up there and going, "Ugh, women. And I walked in. <laughs> And she just started cracking up. And I don't know why I said that, but I remember vividly making this woman. Her name was Mrs. Heracle. I don't know if she's out there in the world. Um, But she was really, she really cracked up. And I was like, oh, I can make people laugh. Even though it makes no sense. (laughs) No, but that's, that's pretty good. I, I know a lot of teachers and I guarantee you that that teacher went home that night and was like, you'll never believe what this kid said to me today. (laughs) It's funny. So, I love, I love that. that. Me too. And like, uh-huh. I can see it in my nephews too. Like right now, my nephews are, you know, f- four and two. Okay. And they're really funny. And I'm really grateful that we have a funny family because I can see them. Like my nephew, Ricky, he'll walk by me and like, or he'll smell something. I'm like, that's disgusting. And like, <laughs> just stupid shit like that just makes me so happy and laugh. But yeah, early on, early on. How okay. about you? Um, last week, (laughs) I'm still working it out. (laughs) You are. Um, when I was a kid, my dad has like a really distinctive laugh. Yeah. And like, it was always, and like, he laughs a lot and he laughs with his whole body. And it's one of my favorite things about him. And I remember like the first time that I made my dad laugh. And I remember thinking like, oh, this is like. This is, it's like, it almost feels like power. Yeah. And, and I remember, I remember that feeling and like that first time of like, actually like where I made my dad laugh. And like, that was like always kind of imprinted in my brain. I can, yeah, that's funny. I can remember, um, 
I can remember I did when I, I moved to New York after college for like a hot minute. Mm-hmm. And I remember I wanted to do some acting. And the only thing I could find that would take me was the Gotham Comedy Store. Like that's still oh. there. Yeah. yeah. And like Patty and Leanne came like they are friends. They would come and watch me. And it was really funny. And I remember being super nervous until I stepped on stage and I would just unleash. And like the first like the very first time I did it, um, the, like you get six minutes or at that time you got six minutes. I don't know what it is now. But the um, the first three minutes, I just remember people staring at me like I was not funny at all. Oh, like I was, I was doing all these things that were like written down that I had in a notebook and things that I thought were hilarious and whatever. Um, and I can it's, it was awful. But then this woman in the front row, her phone rang. And I remember picking up her. It was like a little flip phone. I remember picking. I said, give me that phone. And I picked up the phone and it was like her husband or her boyfriend or something on the phone. And from that point, the le- the next three minutes, I spent on the phone with this man. And I remember people crying, laughing. Oh, my and God. I could, I could not tell you what I said. I couldn't tell you what anything about the last three minutes. And then I gave the phone back and said, thank you so much. And I got off the stage and I got to the bar and there's like a bar in the back or on the side. And the one guy that went before me or after me, he's like, you really killed it there in the last couple of minutes. And I was like, oh, my God, I can do this. Yeah, it was really, it was a really, really a great moment to make those people laugh. And, you know, so now here I am in Pennsylvania, not doing any of that. Not doing any of that. Perfect. Um, <laughs> would you ever do that again? Oh, hell yeah. Totally. Interesting. I didn't I know keep, that you did that. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah. I keep and, and I have a journal from that time when Patty would come to see me and she wrote in the first page. Today, I performed at the Gotham Comedy Club and it was the the first day of the rest of my life. And she gave me this little notebook. Oh, It was really sweet. great memory. Yeah. Yeah, that's really, she's really thoughtful. That was nice. She's all right. She's dead. I'm just kidding. <laughs> she's not. What was it like doing stand-up? Like, was that, like, I know you said that it was, like, almost like outer body? Totally. Totally. And I remember, like, I, w- I mean, at that time, I was probably, I mean, it had to be 20 years ago. And so, or maybe more. God, and you're so old. I am so old. And I was in my early 20s. I was probably 23 or 22, somewhere in there, 23. And I remember there was an ad in the paper. And I remember calling it. And they were like, if you want to perform, call between these hours. And I, they called me back and they said, are you, are you funny? Do you have material? And I was like, I'm hilarious. And yes, I do. <laughs> and they were like, come down. You can perform. It's open mic night or whatever night it was. I think it was Thursdays or something. Maybe Saturdays. I forget when it was. But I remember going and I called everybody that I knew. I was like, you have to come support me. Because if I see somebody that I know, I'll feel much better. Yeah. Um, and I remember I was, I just started wearing contacts. Um, and I got to the front, it was so hot. And I remember getting to the front door and my, my one contact fell out of my eye and I couldn't find it. So I had to put my glasses on. And at that time I hated what I looked like in glasses. Cause they were Aww. like, they were the glasses that were really round and they would cover half your face. Yeah. You know? And like so Jesse Raphael, like Sally, Jesse Raphael, but they were wireframe, not red. Perfect. And I remember just going and going, Oh my God, I look so ugly. I'm sweating and I have to go on the stage and I'm not ready. And it was awful. And I went on stage and that whole thing happened. And then that guy saying that, and you know, it was very fast. Like it was just on and off. Um, And I remember people sitting in the back and I kept thinking, I wonder if they're scouts for something. Like, could this be my moment? Cause it's this easy. Um, Yeah. That was that. That's really cool. It was great. Yeah. I would do it again. I, I keep journals all the time. So I write a lot of stuff down. So every once in a while, like I'll wake up in the morning and think of something funny and I'll write it down. And I'm like, oh, this could be a set. <laughs> How often do you journal? 
Like whether it's writing down like comedic ideas or just in general. I wish I could tell you it was often, but it's like sporadic. So I get in funks. And yep. so like, um, like I started keeping like a dream journal cause I was, I was really stressed out at this period of my life. And so I was like, I'm, you know, I'm having these really crazy dreams, like just things that are so vivid and I want to remember them. So I started keeping that. And then like every once in a while, I'll wake up with song lyrics in my head, like that are not any song that I know, just like things that I think are going to be songs one day. So I'll oh. write those down. But I've journaled most of my adult life. Like I, I wrote poetry for years and years and years and years and years. So even when we went to school together, even back then, I was journaling poetry. I did not know that about oh, you. Oh, I have books and books. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. You should share them sometime. <laughs> one day. <laughs> to bore everybody up. they're so boring turn them into songs <laughs> they were mostly are like it was like the time when jewel was around so like i was listening to her crying and then i'd go home and i'd write sad songs <laughs> about <laughs> planets and, and whatever else croquettes and get back in your van and go to okay. sleep. i did oh jewel oh jewel whatever happened to her she's doing some stuff she she just won um the mass singer oh i don't watch that yeah, she won. She was like the, I mean, I, I think it was last season, whatever that was. Well, that's what doesn't seem really fair because she's a really fucking good singer. Right. Well, they all, well, some of them are and some of them are not. But I remember being, I was somewhere and I was with a bunch of people and I was like, that's Jewel. It was like the first, and I because I know her so, I love her music. Yeah. Even now in the, nobody knows who she is. I'm trying to think, I saw a video of her with like Jessica Simpson or something and they were singing together and it was like really good. Did you know like Jessica Simpson is a really talented singer and they just like made such a fool of her on that reality show. Yeah. That, well, like, I mean, you're talking nobody... recently you saw them together. Uh, no, I saw the video recently, but it wasn't recorded recently. Oh, I was like, that was the nineties yeah. <laughs> or the early two thousands. <laughs> yeah. That was 30 years ago. Oh, I know. Oh, never mind. Oh no. I mean, I do kind of think though, like do people, now have the same reaction to music that we did in 2000 and 2001 the same reaction to what music um like so... is music still emotional for people when they listen to it like it was for us when we were in college i <sighs> music is different now than what it was it's so computerized i often wonder how people have an emotional reaction to things um, but then every now and then you have artists like Lizzo who are so current and so like meaningful, powerful, talented. Yeah. So then you, then I think that you do have that visceral reaction to it. Um, I hope but then so. I, I don't know. I, I think it's also tough to say like the, I work with an age group of kids and sometimes have these conversations and the, kids at that age have such a hard time articulating their ideas um and i always want to push them further to think like tell me more about like why this particular song like pick any song that you like i don't care but tell me about why this particular song how old are the kids that you're working with uh 10 to 14 okay which is a really great age to understand music yes but it's also it, it's tricky because if you don't have the right vocabulary, you don't you have it's very limited in what you can say. Right. But I mean, I remember being in what grade would this have been six? So how old are you in sixth grade? 
you are probably 12. 12. Okay. So I remember being in my music teacher's class, first music class I've ever really had in middle school. It was like first year of middle school. And I remember him playing. He was such a, he was a Broadway guy. He was a, he loved music. He loved listening to people's voices and he would play. Um, he played Miss Saigon for us. Oh, wow. Okay. Which I, he, and he would talk about like, can you hear the helicopters in the background of this song? Like how important is that to you guys? You know, cause it was about the war obviously. So, you know, you you would just be hearing the music, but he'd be like, you need to pay attention to what's behind the music. Like listen to the helicopters. And I remember that. And like that stuff was so impactful to me, you know, as a teacher saying like, pay attention to, it's not just what's on the surface kind of thing. Right. It's not just made, lyrics. Right. Right. And he used to hate Bette Midler. So I knew, <laughs> knew he wasn't gay, uh, <laughs> but he hated her voice. He couldn't stand her. And every time she'd come on, he'd turn her off or like play something else. Or if she was part of an ensemble or a song or whatever, she, he'd hated her. Wow. That's really specific hatred. Oh yeah. It was specific. I that's how I, that's how I feel about the Indigo girls. Like, well, and, and while I don't know a lot of their new stuff, their older stuff, it's like the lyrics are so like, yes, the music is gorgeous, but the lyrics are so smart. The lyrics are so good. Do you think that every time we have like a gay reference, we should ring a bell or something? Oh, man, I don't think we can afford a bell that big. <laughs> <laughs> go, girls. Oh, my God. Oh, come on. You got to love them. I love them. I do. I mean, I don't love them as much as some other people love them, but I do really like them a lot. They were just in they were just in Massachusetts and I didn't even know that they were there. I was very disappointed that I missed them. Was it you or somebody else that was telling me like their voices are not as great as they used to be? I mean, whose isn't, but like it just wasn't the same. Everybody's voices are aging. Except for me and you. Except for me and you. Mm. My voice is getting younger in like (laughs) a a death becomes her kind of way. I love it. My voice is becoming more feminine. And not because I choose it, just because that's what's happening to me. That's just what's happening. That's what's happening. I wish I was getting more masculine, but I listen to myself on podcasts and I'm like, nope. Mm-mm. <laughs> Who's that woman? She sounds wonderful. She sounds nice. Is she friendly? She is. She's really nice. Mm. Yes, she is. <laughs> I feel like you came really prepared today. Well, I just wanted to talk to you about comedy. And we ended up in a really sad note about music. No, we did. I don't think that's sad. I think it's thoughtful. It is thoughtful. Well, I feel like you're prepared. So next time I'm going to come with some questions for you because I have several. Okay. Well, don't embarrass you. me. I have to. Oh, <laughs> speaking of embarrassing, not that I want to like, um, you had asked me the other day, like, do you think on this podcast we should not talk about certain things? Mm-hmm. And I think we should have that public conversation. Other things that you don't want to talk about like vaginas or like no what i was thinking about in in terms of that was like i don't really want to talk about my job which we've already talked about so (laughs) perfect score like it um yeah i'll just be thoughtful about that yeah i mean you can talk about my job i could care less um but yeah i mean there's nothing really off limits for me i've done some other podcasts where like we really got into a lot of a lot of stuff. And I remember the person that I was doing was like, don't curse. Don't talk about this thing. Don't talk. And I was like, why? That's oh, the fun right. stuff. Yeah. And that's also really inauthentic if you can't talk about things. Yeah. You have to talk about stuff. And if you don't want to talk about it, then you shouldn't be on a podcast where the world can hear you. Well, and also, if you're going to tell me that I can't talk about something, it's just going to make me want to talk about it. Only going to talk about vaginas. Perfect.
I wouldn't mind talking about vaginas because I have a lot of questions and maybe people could answer them for me. <laughs> I don't think I'm the person for that. <laughs> oh, okay. You're the not, I wonder why. To answer those questions, but uh, okay. we'll get I would somebody on an expert, a vaginal expert. I know a couple vaginal experts that maybe we could have on as a guest. <laughs> or you can listen to our other podcast called Vaginal Expert. <laughs> <laughs> not this one. Expert singular. <laughs> Experts <It's>... on the <laughs> vagina. Mm-hmm. Delicious. Oh, all right. Well, thank you so much for tuning in to the second episode of Cross-Eyed Baby. Eyed with a D. Thank you. <laughs> Cross-Eyed Baby. Cross-Eyed Baby with a D, and that's one baby. <laughs> There's no... and next time we should tell people where Cross-Eyed Baby came from, because I think they deserve it. I don't know that they deserve that. All right. Well, maybe we'll gift them that at Christmas. Oh, I... okay. All right. Maybe <laughs> they should. Maybe that'll be part of our uh, Patreon. Yeah, I don't know what those words mean. Okay, do some research. Have a wonderful weekend. You too. Bye-bye, everybody. All right, I'll catch you later. Bye. Bye.